3: of the box is madden madden trying to manufacture the shot gets it away yes! it's there! oh my word what a goal from paddy madden the irishman strikes again and is that the goal that's gonna send stockport county back into the football league
0: uh, six points like three men with erect nipples. <laughs> Speaking of which, hello, normal men, normal men. You could have done it then, you had a chance. Speaking of which, <laughs> hello and thanks for joining us here at the Scarf or the weekly show that's about as county as it's possible to get, and we've not even had to threaten the move to Moss Side, so that's all good. Although I've just come from there. Not now, but last few months. Anyway. Irrelevant. Let's not go into my personal life again, Ross. God, what can I do? <laughs> yes, we are here every Wednesday getting together in our separate homes. Let's not get too familiar. We've only been doing it like eight years. I'd be too matey, that won't it? So generally chat count it, and hopefully have a bloody good laugh in the process. As ever, joining me Nick Lee, is of course the man himself, Russ Johnson. Hello, Russ. You all right, mate?
1: Hello, yes, I'm fine, thank you. I'm fine after five wins on the spin.
0: On the spin, on the bounce, on the trot, oh. on the reg. Reg, on the reg, man, yes. reg, on the on the reg, on the reg. But well, we've got into the lighthearted chat too quick there. But before we started the lighthearted chat, I've got a bit of somber, bit of somber news. So it's, it's a very sad day, but we've got to announce the death of the Ryan Rydell joke.
1: Oh, it, it made
0: you happy. It More did. importantly, it made me happy. It brought a lot of joy to a lot of people, but it no longer is. It merely was, thanks to the copyright police. So. <laughs> I've got a list of everyone responsible for stifling my creativity.
1: Oh uh, right. Go on.
0: Ex-girlfriends, he... the way I am as a person, <laughs> podcast co hosts, the way I am as a person, friends, and Miss Capner in Year Seven Music. So I have that livid. Absolutely livid. Because Frankie Valley needs the money, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, well, no, you're single. You can, you can you can, cross one of those out, can't you? One of those stifle, stifle effects is gone now.
0: Yeah, but the next girlfriend I get will stifle my creativity.
1: You know, you're confident. <laughs> <laughs> that works
0: on so many levels. <laughs> okay. uh, well, we... what, what, what are we doing tonight anyway? Should we try well, crack yeah. a bit of admin
1: out? Yeah, we'll crack a bit of admin out. Before we do that, though, let's just say that we have got uh, the none other than Roger Wilde joining us very, very soon. He said he's going to be with us around half past seven. That's why you can't see him now. Uh, so hopefully he will be with us and we will get him out and discuss all things County with him. So that's what's going to be coming no, up very soon. It's a
0: good when they get like none other than before the name. That's, that's when it's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fan I, guests. I, I couldn't fan give guests. you none
0: other than Rush Johnson. No, know. no,
1: no, no, no. We're just literally fan guests, aren't we? We're fan guests on our own podcast, basically, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's yeah. all we are. That's all that's we about are. It, yeah. We just, we just have the time to do this. That's all. That's all it is. anybody, anyone can do this. And that's Debatable. debatable. Sometimes just... <laughs> I know it is. Yeah, it is. It's so debatable. Uh, so we'll the get much. Inclination, though,
0: and that's the main thing. There's yeah, the inclination. Th-
1: yeah, and the and the drive and the motivation because that's all we've got is the drive, the motivation, uh, the know-how, microphone. the technical skills, the know-how. Yeah, the contacts. But apart from that, that's all that's all you need. I'm just As a I man said...
0: sitting here with his microphone, asking you to love him.
1: I know. Honestly, we're just we're just we we are just normal men, aren't we? We're just normal men.
2: What do you mean, normal men? We're just
1: innocent men. <laughs>
0: Oh, so, yeah. So if that gets copyrighted now, if that gets a copyright... Oh, God, yeah.
1: I well, never thought of that. Won't really,
0: no, yeah, it, it won't get copyrighted. It won't. It won't do.
1: Yeah. It won't do.
0: Public domain, isn't it? It's like, a, like an old folk song. It's like part of the cultural fabric of the country that you yeah. can't copyright it.
1: Yeah. Is that a thing? It doesn't sound like a know thing. Know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Mickey Mouse is going out of copyright soon, isn't he? Like, Mickey oh, Mouse right. is going to be public domain from the 1st of January next year. So you can do whatever right. you want with Mickey Mouse as of January.
1: You can That's do whatever you want good, is that including <laughs> like? Is that including yes. when you visit Disney? You can do whatever you want with your yeah. Mouse. There's gonna be some yeah. awkward
0: holiday photos. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> really dark. It's going to get <laughs> went dark really quickly. Right, admin. Then uh, before we sorry before again before we do admin, we just say thank you for watching to all the regular viewers: Jamie Willis, Phil James, Matt Bryan, Over in Florida. Uh, Waggy's on. I, uh, Waggy, Ian Dowden, friend of the show, John Billsbury, all the usual people are there. Thank you so much for supporting us week in, week out by watching us live.
0: Yeah, thank you. Sorry, we were leading into me. Yes, life, I was. I yes, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. If you I, thank I meant me. it more than Russ did
1: as well. No, 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 I was leading into you to do the start the admin bit. Can you? Oh, can yes. everyone tell we're killing time till Roger gets here? So. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's not like six points to talk about, is it? Um, <laughs> we are on Patreon now. If you want access to the audio podcast straight after broadcast, 35, 36 hours before everyone else, then you can sign up to the TSBW Fan Club. It's, well, I mean, I could tell you about it, but should, should I tell them about it? Is it boring when I tell people about things? Is it? Is it? We'll, yeah. I, we'll let these two handsome velvet-voiced fuckers them about it, shall we? Nick, can I ask you a question? Sounds like you just have, mate, but you crack on. How do you like your content? Well, I'm glad you asked. Personally, Russ, I like mine hot and fresh out the kitchen. We've discussed this. What? We had that meeting about you referencing our Kelly and we agreed it was too problematic and you wouldn't do it anymore. Sorry, mate. It's just the best combination of words to describe just one of the many benefits that members of the Scarf Begara or Fan Club get for the very reasonable price of just £3 English a month. And not only that, there are discounts on merchandise, exclusive access to live events, bonus episodes and all sorts of fun to make it worth your while. You see, they get the weekly audio podcast immediately after broadcast, 36 hours before everybody else hit the link in the description and join now for just three quid a month and help support
1: the only podcast for county fans by county fans.
0: All that plus exclusive early announcements and anything else we can think of. That was alright, wasn't it? It was.
1: I'm just not sure about the R. Kelly thing.
0: There you go. Nice, guys.
1: Um, yeah, we promise not to play that every week. But, it, uh, do you know, even if you watch watching because there's, there's fuck all else on, which I've just had a text message from my Auntie Marie to say, uh, so thanks, Auntie Marie. She's watching because there's football oh, else on. I mean, the,
0: sorry for the language.
1: I know. Well, yeah, it does get it's getting a bit rude now, isn't it? But yeah, um, doesn't matter why you doesn't matter why you're watching. Thank you for watching anyway. Um, and John CC says, "What about me? Well, what about you, John? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. What, what about John? I mean, I'm joking. CC,
0: stands for, CC <laughs> stands for carbon <laughs> copy, so he was already implied in all the others."
1: Ah right, yeah, that's that's a good out, isn't it? That's a good out.
0: It's nearly as good as the four oh four joke that I did on my first ever podcast, wasn't it? Do you remember that? I, I still <laughs> don't remember that. My, my first ever podcast, you were talking about the number of people who'd watched who listened to the previous one. and It's four oh four, and I said, "Well, maybe there was just an error on the page." Which that's good. That is pretty that's good for good, a non for a non technical person like you. It's all been downhill since then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, though? The, just going back to the Patreon as well, the, on the Patreon, uh, if, you, if you're a member of the Patreon, or if you are a patron, I need to get that right, um, <laughs> you get access to uh, some bonus podcasts for the next three weeks. And so One went live last Monday, which was the Danny Lloyd podcast. He was the first ever player guest that we had on. He paved the way for a lot of other players to say, yeah, I'll come on. Um, and this week, well, over the next three weeks, we've got Gary Stothert and uh, Mike Flynn as well over the next two weeks. Sorry, uh, but I listened to it back to a bit of the Gary Stothert one, and we were dead excited to interview Gary Stothert, and he was dead funny as well. So do listen to it; um, it's really good. But I, I, I listened to it, and there was a question that I asked him was, "What what is it like to play in front of three thousand eight hundred people?" Like, and I was dead excited about that at the time. And look, just look how far we've come, and what you know the um, the the crowds we're getting now i don't know mad sat there all uh thinking um yeah waggy says about the patreon if it works i think that's a uh i think that's a computer user non-technical issue i
0: oh, hardly did that oh, i'll like, tell you what the, the, the computer jokes uh, it's like an episode of the it crowd this
1: well you know i, I uh, live and read it every day so
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all
1: come out every day
0: it's all going to be bang theory <laughs>
1: Um, so yes, so let's should we just get straight into the football because before we know it, Roger Wilde will be here, I'm hoping, at some point. And so, because he did say I spoke to him literally at R5, something like that, and he said, Yeah, he's up for coming on. Um, and he was just got, just had to get home and sort himself out. So, if you are waiting for Roger Wilde, imagine, he will be
0: here soon. Imagine he's picked up a knock that'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Man, yeah. if, if he does pick up a knock, he'll be the person best placed to treat it. So, he'll be I all mean. Right.
1: He's, I reckon he's got a stash of um, magic sponges. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's and some school, and,
1: what, and magic water as well.
0: Yeah, and some jaffa cakes. No jelly babies, isn't it? Jelly babies are good. Footballs are jelly babies, don't
1: they? Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. jaffa cakes, or them cis uh, gels as well.
0: Yeah. That's what me and footballers have in common. Yeah, jaffa cakes and jelly babies. That's what makes me think I could be a semi semi professional at best. Yeah, semi professional at best. Yeah. Even that's
1: okay. pushing it. I think that is pushing it a bit. Um Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, yes. Uh, Stevenage. Yes. Um Stevenage. So we spoke to those that watched last week, we spoke to Matt Farley from the Stevenage FC podcast. Um, the most positive man in the world.
0: So it was. Yes, um, I, I bet he's still positive. I bet as them goals rolled in on <laughs> Saturday, he was just like, "This is great. This is, this is great,
1: mate." <laughs> yeah. I just imagine him that that meme of the of the character sat in the fire with the fire all going around him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as Stephen, is just like I don't know, going to oblivion. He's just sat there going, "This is all right." Hmm, with his <laughs> uh, but he did say that they the, he, he, he was he went for a sneaky two-one win. I think for Stevenage. I went I for a 2 1. I went for a narrow 2 1 win for county. You went for did you go for 1 0?
0: Yes. I went for 1 0 county, yeah. So you well, were nearer I'm than
1: off. yeah, you were nearer than me. And um
0: well, I'm the most positive county fan. Well, as basically. we've as we've
1: established, yeah you've, <laughs> you've <laughs> ch- yeah you've you've changed. You've changed. Um <laughs> but yeah it was it was probably easier than I thought it would be and which is telling and we'll Obviously we we spoke about the Crawley match because that was a bit I thought that was a bit of a struggle for us. Last night and we'll come to Rochdale soon, but different massive, massive differences in performances. And I thought with Stevenage, we I thought we held we held them out. I was a bit disappointed at how poor they were.
0: Yeah, it's it kind of gives you this that's that's why I think we're gonna finish second, because I think they're, they're gonna fall away now. Even though they've got a couple of games in hand on us, it just it just didn't seem to offer much in particular. Just just for a, for a side that supposedly hard to beat, mm. and even obviously we didn't get our, our sec, didn't wrap it up until like the dying seconds. But still, there was never a point where you thought, oh, they're, they're going to come back into this. I know they made the three subs at half time and had a bit of a spell, but fine, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, they had a bit of a. 15, it was like a fifteen-minute spell where they were, where they were yeah. on top, weren't they? But it, it which, also... which
0: you'd expect anyway after after doing nothing in the first half, you'd expect that at some point, wouldn't you? And especially with three subs at half time. you'd expect them to have a bit of a period. But we soaked it up nicely and took our chance when it came.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, I, I mean, arguably, we could have scored before that as well, couldn't we? Yeah. Um, before that so yeah it was a weird one I, th- I thought we deserved the second goal and, and as as long as the game carried on at 1-0 um, Matt's comments started to seep in to my psyche you know when he said that when they were Aston Villa away and, and, and any any team they play they tend to do well towards the end so the longer it went on at 1-0 I was thinking Jesus they're going to come at us in the, pa- in the last 15 or 10 minutes and they just didn't seem to do that
0: they didn't seem, to, they didn't seem the fan of pressing either, did they? they no. no. <laughs> but Ryan Moore's pointed out in the comments as well. They allowed Burn to have a lot of the ball and just just let us build. Yeah, couldn't couldn't handle the wide centre backs. But yes, Gianni was very good as as is expected.
1: Yeah, yeah, they would. Def- yeah, they, I agree with that. The defensively good and well set up. That that was telling. I mean mm. that the the the. The amount of goals they've conceded this season, I mean, suggests that they've got the third best defence, or well, joint second best defence actually, in the league. So, I was surprised at how much, how much we did create though against that well set up defence. Um, it was, it was a really interesting game. I thought, and I'm glad we came out on top. And even after the match, Steve Evans praised us and said, you know, he's cut, there are, you know, they're a good side. Um, so, that was pleasing to hear. And they mentioned the fans it as well. Steve Evans,
0: isn't it? Yeah, yes, yeah. indeed, yeah. yeah Even... I'm, I'm particularly a big fan of Miles Hippolyte getting himself to the byline. Two pivotal moments in the two games this week, and they've both been from him getting to the back, like turning turn the defender and getting to the byline. Fantastic. Yeah. And again, that's two goals he's been involved in, but it won't go down as an assist, once again. No. As, as we discussed last week, he's involved, but he's not necessarily getting the assist, but it's just as vital.
1: No, he's going to get the assist for the Stevenage. Oh, he going the assist
0: for the Stevenage Yes, last night he didn't get the assist for,
1: yeah. 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 Um, and it was nice as well to see that the railway end was opened. As um, so Kyle Williams says, yeah, decided to have a change and sit at the railway end. Really enjoyed it. Um, I was thinking of that. Do you know what I was thinking of? Could I change my ticket to the railway end before the Stevenage match? But I'm sure the club said it was sold out. Or have I got that wrong? Yeah, I think
0: that, I think that was wrong. I think well, we I mean, look at it. It's def- no, def- well, I know. it was yeah. under the but, but yeah, i yeah, I can't remember now. No, I'm, I'm sure some more came on. So I think they were selling it a block at a time, right? I think yeah. Uh,
1: okay, because I do fancy yeah. sitting in there at some point. But they did turn us round at the kickoff.
0: Yeah, you're a fan of that, were you?
1: I'm not a fan of it when there's nobody in that end. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, not a fan of it good. when it's when it's there's away fans in that end either. Um, but that's it's what you're doing. It you've got to you've got to turn 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 them around when you. Uh... It,
0: it lends something. To, it lends a bit more credence to my theory that it tends to be, it tends to be teams with an ex-county player in the squad that have a good go at turning those around. And again, yes. and in the, the turned those round. I think there's I think there's something in that. But but then again, if you've got. If you've got a big, big stand behind the goal that's full of home fans, then I suppose you're going to want to turn I anyway. Maybe, maybe correlation does not imply causation, possibly. And that might nice. be the most boring episode title we're ever going to have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. That's very highbrow. I like it. I like it. But then, it's funny, though, because we, me and uh, my lad discussed this yesterday very, very briefly, because he, he sort of glazed over when I started talking about it. <laughs>
2: um,
1: <laughs> um, we talked about, well, Rochdale, you're at the side. So there's no real hope. There, obviously, there's home advantage. Let, I forget about how many Rochdale get. But if you give anybody the, the, the side, you've got no sort of real end advantage, have you? when it hmm. comes to the away team or, or being the away team um, or being the home team. You get what I mean, don't you? Um, so there's no effect. So J- James Lister, surely no effect being turned around when the home fans are in there yet. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Um, I think there's a the difference ever...
0: between fans dotted about in the railway. And, and as that was the last one to go on sale, it's going to be more of the fair weather fans rather, rather than the hardcore as it is in the Cheadle End. Like most, yeah. most of the vocal backing always come from the Cheadle End. But yeah, I can see can see both sides of that, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's well done. Yeah, you can see both sides. Um <laughs> Another one <laughs> hey, you're on your own form tonight, mate. Um, I didn't yeah. even mean that one. Oh. <laughs> so it's like like Rochdale last night. Whoever won the toss, you can shoot whichever end you want. You got you got three thousand county fans on the side, all cheering. It's not like okay,
0: like Newcastle probably do it really well, don't they? They stick you up in the gods, don't they, in the corner where you. Can, I was you, just gonna say that can, when the grounds developed, redeveloped where. When we've got the whole ground redeveloped, where would you have the away fans? Up in the corner. Yeah. Up in a corner. Well, it's not, it's not going to be the same effect as it is in Newcastle, where they're like two no. miles up. But... <laughs> no.
1: No. Yeah, I'd have him in a corner, near a corner flag. I quite like it when it's just one block. Um When it's just one block. Uh, can we just play a video? Because Roger Wild's ringing me. So I need to, I need to pick this up because he's probably got technical issues.
0: Yeah, play a video. So, play, play all the yeah. videos. Yeah, go on. <laughs> He's not playing a video. He's not bothered to play a video. He's just... Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, this is unprecedented in the uh, the history of the show. That he's just, he's just cracking on, headphones off. It's all happening. All happening. Well, I'll tell you what. You can hear about our Patreon all over again. No, you can get this. If you're watching us
1: on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review, and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers. Thank you
0: few more comments coming in on the placement of the away fans. Ryan Moore always said away fans should always be at the side of the pitch, never behind the goal. I'm a fan of that as well. Although we wouldn't have got the scenes that we had at Bolton. So, swings of roundabouts, in not it? Uh, John Billsbury, Barrow have the right idea. Put the away fans where they can't see it all. Barrow, though, is the type of place where you wouldn't want to see it all. So, you know, Barrow as twinned with the the upside down from Stranger Things. Phil Panton, open mic, Nick. No, never, never happening. Not again. No, not not on my life. In the bungalow car park. Yes. Yep. Suits me. I'm one of them. I think we should just treat away fans like really, really badly. I, I don't go in. I know it's with, with Doncaster away earlier in the season. They had some fan engagement bod. I, in the county supporters groups after asking us to fill in a survey and oh did you enjoy did you enjoy your trip and all that i'm like away fans should have a terrible terrible time of it that's 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 what i'm all for don't forget if you're watching on youtube like subscribe share tell people about it if you don't know anyone then just go and sidle up to someone on the bus sniff the hair and tell them about the podcast that would be very much appreciated and if you're listening to the audio version on your podcast player of choice, you can like, rate, review, follow, all that good stuff. It all, all really helps. Happy Hatter says, best matches atmosphere-wise are where we can see and hear the away fans. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd say away fans, if they're making enough noise, you'll be able to hear them anyway. But, you don't, yeah, I suppose you don't want them too close. I think Russ, Russ's theory of having them high up somewhere in a corner kind of works for me i think you still get a bit of noise from me. and if it's a new rate new, new railway end, then you'd be assuming that we're going to have both home and away fans in the same in the same stand which is it's good nightmare for the stewards but you we know, have swings and roundabouts in it swings and roundabouts oh I, I, I love how just, this must be a very lengthy phone call it's, it's all happening like this is genuinely unprecedented we've never before had a guest like come and do this and just try and phone over oh, and Russ, Russ has just pulled her face which is even even more worrying I'm just, oh Just trying desperately not to uh, not to have any dead air. Uh, what I will do, I, men- I mentioned uh, Miss Katner in year seven music class. My first day of secondary school, year seven, they were sorting out music lessons for the whole class and asking everyone what to play. It's like, oh, I play guitar, or, oh, I'll put your name down. And then no one else was suggesting anything. And I had my hand up. She said, oh, what do you play? I said, I play the triangle. And she shouted at me. And then, yeah, just shouted at me, and made me stand up in front of the whole class for the rest of the lesson. And I I vowed after that day I would never try and be funny again, and I haven't. So, thanks, Miss Capner. Well done. Oh, this is this this is this is mental. This is absolutely mental. I've I've never seen anything like this. A guest actually making a phone call. Uh, Andrew Hotwood. I think the initial plan for the end is away fans bottom tier and county in the top tier. Either way there's gonna be stuff getting thrown, isn't there? It's gonna be you kinda of see that a lot of the bigger grounds. You see it at Sheffield United and Wednesday and what have you, where the the fans are under like tiers above and below each other and there'll be stuff thrown about, which is just won't be able to sell bottled drinks. Like and and the price of pies and stuff like that, you don't wanna be don't wanna be throwing them around. James Liz said a good practice for radio, and oh I'm I'm done, I'm done with I'm done with the radio thing. I've had had enough of uh, had enough of talking to myself. Ian and no, no one's laughing now. Indeed, indeed they haven't. Indeed they haven't. Uh, happy high <laughs> Roger's green room demands haven't haven't been met. No M and M's. Oh, there's plenty of M and M's. When I've got a spotlight, Spotify playlist on the go. Kyle Williams was just cleared of making you do all the work again tonight, mate. I don't think there's ever been a point where I've done all the all the work. It's just. Yeah, Russ, Russ, Russ does all the work and I just turn up and say one, one insightful thing in a podcast. I've had to learn about football to, to do this podcast. I, my thing is that no one should listen to a word I say because it's all bollocks. And I've had to, like, since we've been on YouTube, I've thought, well, better step it up and actually learn how to talk about football. Because all the other football football podcasts i listen to are just boring. This, I mean, luckily, this isn't boring luckily this is just the best bit of podcasting we've ever seen does anyone want to see the clip of the uh... (laughs) does anyone want to see the clip of the Bradford player falling over the ball again oh there it is, 29 seconds to kill here we go County's unbelievable historical record here at Valley Parade looks to be continuing Oh, terrible slip by Songo what on earth happened there He lost the ball about five times there. It's utterly bizarre. That's the strangest thing you've ever seen. Just glitched almost. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Glitched.
0: Oh, 30 30 seconds. I I didn't realize I'd have to fill. What we should have, we should get a, a producer. On here. I listen to I listen to like off menu with Jay, uh, James A. Castor and Ed Gamble and they've got an actual producer in the studio with them who can sort. Of, mind you, they have the guests in the room with them, so it's not too bad. Ryan Moore, can we talk about how pivotal Callum Camps has become in recent weeks? Yes, let's. I mean, if Will Collar well, Will Collar's not gonna go because we, as we've all established, Will Collar's shit and no one will wanna buy him as as people are at great pains to push. Yeah, it's fantastic to see. He's had a bit of a stop start season. I think we discussed it last week. He had the he had a good month at the start of the season. Been in and out of the team with little injuries. And it's good to see him like properly, properly just looks looks quite. He looks a class above again. And came very close to scoring again last night. I think the second time he's hit the woodwork in a matter of matter of weeks. And it's just what a pro- I know it's a bit of a cliche with the whole. Oh, it's a nice problem to have, but it really is. If if you've got so, Sars to come back, who's not guaranteed a spot. Then up top, you've got Paddy Madden, who's not guaranteed a spot. It's absolute... To, to, to be in this situation now, like, what, five or six years after... You know, there were some games where having to put youth players on the bench just to make up the numbers because the budget was fairly... I mean, don't get me wrong, some managers did, did very well with what was pretty poor budget at times in National League North. But to to have all these options now, players who aren't even guaranteed a place on the bench and I I don't think Russ is actually on the phone I've I've decided I I think this is just uh this is just a ruse (laughs) and he's heard me as well absolutely fantastic this is going to be like literally the worst audio podcast Sk8 fellow sk8er like me you're the eye candy yes I mean if I'm the eye candy that's a depressing state of affairs oh hallelujah Roger's here oh fantastic He's he's oh actually he's here. Uh, yeah, L- last word on the Rochdale game last night. Did anyone know what was going on with Jack Stratton at full time? I think Jack Stratton was a bit uh, a bit full blooded with Danny Lloyd towards the end, by the sounds of it. Hence the fact that he, he had a bit of bother. But yeah, the, the reaction from Bentley was just a reaction of a man who's going to be getting sacked soon. Oh, there That went well. <laughs> there we go. There well we without, go. Yeah.
1: I feel like I feel like I've just done like fifteen minutes at work talking talking somebody through something. I, I was seconds. getting
0: dangerously close to going full Alan Partridge there. I wasn't right. Like, <laughs> Do
1: you know what? You, you <laughs> done really, really, well <laughs> You've done really, really well there. Lord! So, You've done really, really well there. I've got some um, comments. So Roger is with us. He's backstage. He's just gone getting some headphones, and he's going to join us in a minute or so. we did say half-past, so, you know. Um, you know he's, he's early. Just, he's early, if anything, yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. It, it, he, uh, he entered the podcast with the same wild abandon and he used to enter the pitch to treat an injured player.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um Well, a uh, uh, bit of a lesson's learned. He's, he's trying to use a Mac to come on and, and his Mac wasn't working. So he's got his iPhone and I think we're ready to bring him out. So we haven't talked about Rochdale yet, but we'll sod that off. Shall we get our esteemed guest, Roger Wilde out? Oh, mm-hmm.
0: no. Mm-hmm.
2: There we go. Mm.
1: Hello, Roger. You've got yourself on mute, mate. If you could unmute yourself. That would be lovely.
0: Don't, don't make me fill again.
1: While he does that, um getting some comments in. Oh Roger, Roger. Tech support Russ. Yes, that's me.
0: This is like one of them satellite link-ups that they have, you know, when they've got like a war reporter in the Middle East on BBC. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he can hear us. He's gone now. Oh dear. This is like I, re- I remember watching the olden podcast when they had Joe Royal on, and they, they, it was just an absolute nightmare. They couldn't use his internet wherever he was. It was just. But I think I think Roger's internet's good. I think it's just the sound that we're struggling with. Oh, there we go. Hello. Hello.
3: Hello, is that better? Hearing? Yes, that lovely. Better? Yep, all right, okay. <laughs> I think I can't hang on. I can't, I, I'm, just, I'm trying to get myself on the picture there. Is that okay? Dying, yeah, me? yeah,
1: that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, what you're you're you balancing right. it on your knee. Is that what you're doing? Kind of thing. Yeah,
3: my wife's oh. got it on her head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's better. Yeah, stay there. Stay there for an hour. <laughs> oh, brilliant. It's like one of those one of those old old television aerials where you had to stand on a ladder to get a picture, and so on had to stay there forever. Yeah. All right. Not okay.
1: Isn't that yeah. Rod
3: Hall died? If I, I th- remember. Is it, right I, is. I think it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Plus, yeah. hell, yeah. yeah. well, you made it dark. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Anyway, Ro- Ro- Roger, how are you? And so, thank you I'm- for coming
3: on. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, fine. Fine, thank you. Are you?
1: Yeah, yeah, lovely. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for joining us. It's, it's, uh, it's a real pleasure for us to speak to somebody so esteemed and just, like legend <laughs> a legend of the club. A legend of the club.
3: Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't see how I can be. I only I only scored 12 goals in 24 games or something. I don't know. Anyway, that's, go
1: that's on. Fi- that's, that's a 50% hit rate. Surely that's, that's Luke's yeah, no. standard, isn't it? I know. It I, I was good.
3: Score. I was good. I was good, wasn't I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, if I think if we start with your footballing career then, because I think most county fans will know you for being the, the, the physio that was yeah. there, I don't know, as long, well, almost as long as Kenny Boxhaw's been around.
3: Well, no, not quite as yeah. long as Kenny. Um, I think I worked it out. I think I was there uh, 26 years. Yeah, 26 years. 26 years. So if we Asa, go... Asa Hartford signed me.
1: Right. Because we were going to come to that. How did you end ah, up? Right. Accounting?
3: Okay. Go on. Um, go on. Yeah.
1: If, we, if we, we like to do things chronologically, I mean, we can dance around if you want.
3: I don't really mind. You know, I, it doesn't matter. Hours. I don't mind either way. Either way. <laughs>
1: So what? Okay then. How? What? How did you? How did you get? How did you? How did? You, how, did you, how did you come to County? Asa Hartford signed you as a player, then you stayed on as a physio. Talk us through that.
3: Well, yeah, I, I'd gone. I was at Barnsley, and we were in the Championship, and I'd been there four years, and the manager decided uh, I was too old to be in his plans, which is fair enough. You do come to work to that stage as you get to thirty four, and uh, they released me, and then Asa Hartford. Gave me a ring in the summer and asked me to go over to Edgeley Park. I drove over there with my dad and spoke to them and decided to give it a go for a year. And it was really weird because after I'd after I'd signed, my dad had been looking around the ground. I'd never been to Edgeley Park before in all my career, because obviously. You know, when you play at the uh, high level that I did play at <laughs> Stockport or in the lower in the fourth division at that time, which I'd never been there before. And uh, but as we came out of the ground, my dad said, you know what, he said, I've got a really good feel about this place. And that was weird because tw- 26 years. Yeah, 26 years. So that's how I got there. Asa was the manager.
1: Nice. Okay. So before that then, you you played for play for quite a few clubs. Um we'll we'll go off Wikipedia because that's all we could see. Go find. on.
3: Sheffield Wednesday, 10 years. Uh then I moved to Oldham, who were in the championship. I was there three and a half years with initially Jimmy Frizzle, uh, who all was right, great. Yeah. So different to any manager I'd played with at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh and then Joe Royal took over, who was the best manager I've ever ever played for as a player. And then I scored a lot of goals for a lot more goals for Oldham than I'd scored for Wednesday, although I did score quite a lot there. And uh, that got me a big move to Sport in Lisbon, um, in oh, yeah. the Portuguese Premier League. I was there. I signed a two-year contract. Stayed for about. Ooh, just over, just under 18 months, and then moved to Sunderland. Who
1: Sorry, the move to sport in Lisbon then, did you go, I'm always interested with this when players yeah. move around. When you went yeah. there, I mean, I, I don't know how old you were, but... I was 29,
3: I was 29 when I went there. So
1: not a youngster. So did you go over with no. your wife? Did you move all locks up to
3: Yeah, I remember going over there for talks because it was a manager called Harry Haslam who tried to sign me uh, for Sheffield United uh, while I was at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, but Jack Charlton wouldn't let me go. He said, you're not going, you're not going straight to Sheffield United from, from us. Um, and Harry Haslam rang me when I was at Oldham after three years or so. I'd scored 50 goals in 100 league games in the championship. And um, uh, he said, did I want to go and play abroad in Portugal? And he, I said, and at 29, you're sort of thinking, well, yeah, I've always fancied going abroad. And uh, so he sort of my contract was up at Oldham and he set the move up and uh, myself and the club secretary at Oldham went out to Portugal, to Lisbon. And uh, we had a great week out there negotiating having a look round and looking at the football club, watching matches against Benfica. And, um, so eventually I came back and I said to my wife, I've got to play for Liverpool to earn this sort of money <laughs> that the, the, they were offering. Um, and Liverpool were the best team in Europe at that time. So, uh, yeah, we all, we went out there lock, stock and barrel. The two kids, I got a two year old daughter and a six year old daughter. And they were fabulous. Honestly, they, they were a fabulous club. They they paid for my eldest daughter to go for, to an English speaking school. Uh, we had a big apartment in a place called Cash guys which is near Estoril, about fifteen kilometers up the coast. Used to drive along the coast road every morning down to training, into Lisbon, and uh, yeah, we used to train on this at the, at the stadium Jose Alvalade, and we used to get about ten thousand people watching training every day. Nice. Bloody hell! It was unbelievable. It was so different to English football at that time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I don't know how, I don't know if you know, we, you probably don't know how this works, but we have live live viewers and they, they, they're they commenting all the time and we do get questions in. So, I wondered,
3: I wondered if that would happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So if, if anybody has got any questions, do comment in and we'll read the best ones out. Um, Happy Hatter uh, asks a question. Uh, she says, uh, how do the cultures at clubs differ? What, made us different and special. So I guess take, take the first question, the cultures about in Lisbon, I guess. I'll, and we'll go there first and then we'll, we'll talk yeah. about County and the others. But yeah, how was yeah. how was it different culturally from, from the football clubs you were in England?
3: Right. Well, the main thing was uh, the preparation for matches because every, every home game, uh, sorry, every away game, we used to go away overnight. Um, if we were, and we'd be, we, and if it was a European, because it used to be the European Cup then, not not the Champions League. And when we played in Europe, we'd go away for three days. Even at home, matches we'd go, we'd, we'd have two days preparation, eating, training right, which didn't really happen in England. Um, the training was very different as well, uh, very very different. It was it was a bit like uh specifically for uh, sprinting and uh you know uh, a lot of passing like they do now it was a totally different game and um so you you did spend a lot of time on the training ground but one thing i did notice when i first went there at the end of the training sessions there used to be a lot of crossing and first time shooting whereas in england and, and it still happens now where if you do a shooting session, the coach stands on the edge of the box, players pass the ball to him, he lays it off to one side, yeah. and you'd shoot easy. I mean, it's a piece of cake, really. Over there, they were they were crossing them and you had to finish first time. And I remember when I was watching it initially when I first went there, I'm thinking, wow, these lads are scoring some great goals. And do you know what? When you when you'd had a few of those training sessions, you were lashing the balls in yourself like that. It was fantastic. It was great. Yeah so it was it was very different, and uh, I think it's sort of now England or British football or English football has caught up with that, and they do a lot more preparation and think about the preparation later on. Ask me about sports scientists yeah, I'll be a make a note of that
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's something that's like crept in in recent years, isn't it. Now. yeah do you you want to talk about it now yeah yeah Yeah. do Do it it. do it yeah this is what we love
3: yeah we're nerds (laughs) right right well what's happened i think now is because i i've because i trained as a physio was qualified in sort of the early 90s i've i've had a foot as a player in the old ways the old fashioned ways as Mm. people call it and the new scientific ways and for me uh it's gone too far scientific because i'm looking at it you know, from a from a from a perspective of, of experiencing both, whereas the people who are now running football, especially the fitness and this and the sports science of it, they've never seen the old ways really. Um, and also, these people who are at every club in the football league, and I'm saying that. I don't know it for sure, but I'm 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 pretty certain it's true that any of these sports scientists have never played at, f- at the professional level. Mm. So they're introducing everything they've learned from a textbook and at university. Yeah. Now you could say that about physio, but there's a lot of physios who've actually played football. I've I got my degree in Manchester. So, I understand what a footballer needs from a physio perspective, and I've got the the education to back that up and i I definitely think that that you can because tissues never changed in in thousands of years, you know yeah. then a knee is what it was a thousand years ago, you know it's the same tissue, the same structure, so the healing process is the same, so I know that. You know all these newfangled things that come out, all these these uh, fashionable things that come out and then fall by the wayside. They 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 don't overtake you know anything that was done in the past. So uh, you can use you can use some of these things and try them uh, in conjunction with the old-fashioned ways. But do you know what the old-fashioned ways work really well in in physiotherapy? Um, so sports science. Is Wow. It, it, I've got lads there. I have always come across sports scientists. I've come across many who've never played the game and have hung themselves, have hung themselves because they, they just apply everything from a theoretical point of view to the, to the players who are practical and it doesn't always work. And And they're like purists, if you like, whereas physios tend to be they, they do what, they, they do what works. Um, they've caused me a lot of injuries in, in over the years as sports scientists, I have to say.
1: So when you say it's an interesting let let's delve a bit deeper this. So you say they've caused you a lot of injuries. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Not, obviously
3: not you personally, right.
1: but the players that you've got to deal with
3: yeah. 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 Not me personally, obviously. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, they come in and they think, they think they can revolutionize things. And I always, and I've spoken to them over the, over the years, the different ones. And I've said, look, you come into here, you come into the club, everything takes time. If I, for example, if I took you out now and did some sprints with you and did some totally different things to what you, you normally do, what would you feel like in two days?
0: I'd I'd be throwing up (laughs) Exactly
3: Yeah You'd be (laughs) tin man You'd be tin man And as soon as they come into the football club That's what they do We had a lad come in when Gary Ablett, God bless him He was a great bloke, Gary I loved him to bits Gary brought in a a sports scientist From Liverpool Got all the qualifications Yeah, he was a nice lad Good lad Well qualified We had a a player called Greg Tanzi um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have, been, would have been probably 2010, maybe. And this sports scientist got Greg. Away
1: days we count you great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: In uh, round about this time of the season, um, pulling a sledge, sprinting with a sledge trailing behind him with weights on, you know, proper training sledge. And I'm watching it and I'm thinking, right, okay. Why is he doing that? And he said, well, it makes him stronger. You know, you take that off and he can run faster. And he had him doing this for about three days. On the fourth day, Greg came in from training with a vastus lateralis strain. Now that's the yeah, yeah. that's the lateral, yeah, that's, a, that's the outside muscle, right? I've never seen, of the thigh, of the outside muscle of the quads. I've never seen one of these ever before or since. And I was watching what Greg was doing. And he, because he was pulling this weight with a really heavy weight with this sledge behind him, he was altering his running style to cope with the extra weight. Yeah. And that put the, the stress on this muscle, which never in the quads. It's usually the middle one, the rec fem.
1: Yeah, you were saying about um, Greg Tanzi and, and the 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 muscle that I'd never heard of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is it a case though now of I mean obviously science does progress and the players definitely I think we'll all agree are, are more athletic than they were back then 10 years ago 20 years ago 30 oh. years ago is it a case of oh, yeah. use, uh, applying that with the old the old methods still irrelevant but taking some of the best, best bits of the science as well
3: yeah I think you've got to have a mixture to be fair I think you have. Yeah. And I'm, I'm only taking the, the science out, but uh, the, uh, sort of highlighting the science side of it, because I think the nutrition and hydration is fantastic. Um, and players are taking it more serious these days. Well, to a degree, whereas lads years ago, used to just go out and drink beer for hydration after matches. <laughs> I mean, gallon <laughs> gallons of beer. I can, I can remember one lad when I was at Sunderland, a lad called Clive Walker. I remember Clive Walker I've, played for Chelsea? Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember the name, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, well, Clive and I signed for Sunderland and uh, we were we were thrown in the same digs together. And he was a great lad, Clive. And he used to say to me... I was, I was never a drinker, by the way. Purely because that one... I, well... Didn't particularly like drinking, but uh, I could never drink much anyway. Not like the other lads, and and actually feel good the next day. So anyway, we're we're in these we're in these uh, digs, and um, Clive said to me, he said, "I can't play on a Saturday, you know, until I've had a gallon on a Thursday." And I said, "Well, Clive, we're not out, allowed out after Wednesday." He said, "I know, but I can't play on a Saturday unless I've had it on a Thursday." thinking right I didn't necessarily think I could believe this so it came Thursday he goes right come on Roger we're off I said we're not allowed out he said come on we're off so we jumped in the car we trolled all around the pubs in in and around Sunderland Clive would not go home I was driving I'd be drinking fruit juice and stuff he would not go back home until he would had a gallon of beer and it was just amazing because I could not have played on a Saturday if I'd had a gallon of beer. But he couldn't play on a Saturday unless he'd had a gallon of beer on a Thursday. And he he was a great player. He played at at a great level. And this was the Premier League, by the way. What is now the Premier League? So, yeah, I don't think he'd do that these days. Is it gone again?
1: No, no, we're still here. We can hear you. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. we can
3: still hear you. Right. Yeah.
1: No, I don't think they could. You meant...
0: You, you mentioned about the sports science side of thing people coming in straight from university and the only they're only familiar yeah. with the the technical side of things the theoretical side yeah the theory, that's not yeah, just li- Yeah but that's that's just not not just limited to your line of work either it also happens with people that run football clubs so I'm going to say two words to you Ryan McKnight. Yeah
3: yeah I mean if you look at football managers, how many football managers have never been players? Hardly Maybe. any.
1: Yeah, not many, yeah.
3: But yet everybody everybody in their staff, apart from coaches, everybody on the sports science side and the physio side, most of them have never played before. So they don't understand the mentality of footballers. Um. At the moment, I am mentor, I've, these last two years, I've been brought out of retirement to, to mentor young lads, young physios. And it's been great, you know, passing passing things on that they would never have learned in a university or in a textbook, you know. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, that, that side of it, that the coaches have always played football and managers, but not the other members of staff. Yeah, yeah. But
1: is 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 there enough to go around, though? I mean, I know, obviously, Sean Connolly's a physio, isn't he, for the Welsh FA? But when you yeah. look, when you look at how many players actually become professionals, because it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, it, obviously, we, we'd all be professionals if we could be. Uh, but is there, there is there enough professional players to go around to fill all those spots of managers, coaches, physios, player support, oh, yeah. you know,
3: all the, all the yeah, yeah, of course, there are. I mean, there are. How many players? How many players are there that that are in the football league, and each year they drop out, and and another players take the place. The thing is, it's hard work. It's it's really hard work to get you know to be qualified as a physio. Uh, You've got to really work at it. It's not something that um, that gets thrown at you. Um, I I know one one uh, manager that's that's you know managed that. Well, I think that's a highest level is championship. He yeah. went to do his his um his uh, coaching badges, found them really difficult and walked out and but still ended up getting his badges anyway. <laughs> through by hook or by crook. Yeah. <laughs> I do know who it is. I do know who it is. Oh, I'm not gonna mention it. <laughs> yeah uh, so
1: um, so uh, Phil some, some of the questions that are coming through Then, Phil Panton let's, let's go with this one apart from match days at Hillsborough are you still involved in the game? I don't know if you know something we don't yeah do.
3: yeah 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 I, uh, I, I, uh, when I left Chester I left Stockport so I was working, actually working with field and uh-huh. working at Stockport at the same time because we got non-league we, got, we dropped down into the leagues and the club went part-time and uh, Chesterfield Paul Cook asked me to go there so I was working round about almost two years for both clubs part-time for Southport and full-time at Chesterfield and um, we got promoted to league, to league One and almost into the championship in the first two years um, but then it became too much so I, I, I had to sort of knock Stockport head really because you know things weren't going really well there in the club you know, the club were really struggling, so um, I, I got this this job that I really had to focus on at Chesterfield, so I did leave in the end. Um, but, yeah, I, I was there four years, and then I went to Doncaster for two years, working with the under-18s, and then Peterborough United, Baron Ferguson, asked me to go there. and work there last season, and I was assisting a young physio there and he left me midway through the season, and I. It's a really bad
1: line now. I don't know about that. Sorry, Roger. It's a, so we're breaking up really badly. Still doing it. Hello. Can you hear us?
3: Hello. I can Hello? hear you. Yeah, can you hear me?
1: We can, but it sounds like you're a. You sound, you sound very Dalek-y. It sounds like you're a Dalek.
0: <laughs> Any good?
1: Yeah, sounds sounds a bit better. Go on, carry on. You you got to the Doncaster where you uh- were Doncaster. Um, I feel like we're we're doing the um like Eurovision and there's a bad connection and we're trying to we're trying to fill. Fill the time yeah. with. How, how many with... points is it? <laughs> Your yeah. office is coming soon. Need to ask uh, Dad Sampson actually if he if he got the gig with uh, with
0: Romania. No, Belarus won it.
1: No, I'm sure it was Romania. No, his, his girlfriend was Belarusian.
0: But... That'll be it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... It's not. I'd imagine the BBC will be having him on. I'd imagine he'll be one of the panelists.
3: Uh, you
0: reckon?
1: Don't know. <laughs>
0: I would. I definitely um, would. It's it post watershed, isn't it? So
1: yeah, true. It's not true. until like
0: half ten at night, and everyone watching, it's pissed anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> <not laughs> <high. laughs>
1: um, while I while I was talking to Roger to get him to come on the show, did you share? Did did you do the like and share video? The new one.
0: No, I told them to like and share, but I forgot that I was all over dither. Russell. right
1: i oh, know well you did very well i saw did you did that not
0: come across with my panicky <laughs> face over here no
1: you, you looked you looked you looked brilliant so i'll play just this someone video. in the
0: comments said oh it's, it's good pra- it's good practice for your radio show i was like i've not done that oh. like six months <laughs> <laughs> nobody listens
1: to me um so just play a short video if you're watching us on youtube please like share and subscribe and for the audio podcast please rate review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on Cheers, thank you. Um, Should we brief while Roger tries to do that? If he if he if he suddenly starts speaking, we'll and we're hearing. We can we can join him in uh, Rochdale last night. Just briefly talk about that. Did you go, Nick?
0: No, I watched. I watched on the stream for, from 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 Oh I watched the stream. I didn't, no, no check to Botswana for this one.
3: Hello. Hello, can you hear me now? Oh, we can hear you, Roger. Yes, hey. yes, we
0: can
1: now. Brilliant. There yeah. we go. Yeah, we can hear you now. So you you
3: like um that?
1: yeah, thanks for persevering. Um yeah, you got up to the I've part, had to re-enter you, the
3: studio. Go I've had to go outside and re-enter the studio.
1: What physically did you walk outside yeah. and come back in as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did um so you, you got you got up to Doncaster? So you were yeah, you, you moved to Doncaster. Yeah. What? Uh, I got yes. asked,
3: I asked to go there, got asked to cover for two weeks for a physio who's doing the under-18s, and I said, yeah, I'll come down um, two weeks, I was there two years, um, <laughs> and then I'd worked with Darren Ferguson and Grant McCann during those two years, and Darren asked me to go to Peterborough last year, last season, beginning of last season, which I did, and um, that was a good, just to mentor a young lad. And uh, this season, I was asked to go to Scunthorpe to mentor another young lad. And it's been great. It's been absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm not working full-time, just sort of four days a week. Um, and I've got a few other things that I do. But, yeah, I'm still involved in the game and it's brilliant. I mean, it's a fabulous career, you know. It's, it's a great a great industry to work in football it's just it, i i always equate it to you know when you're at school and you used to get your timetable and you always used to look for pe didn't you um and you got like pe on a tuesday afternoon and thursday morning and and you always look forward to the pe lessons well when i left school and uh, signed for sheffield wednesday it was like getting your timetable and it was like Monday morning P E. Monday afternoon, P E. Tuesday morning. E. Tuesday afternoon off. Wednesday off. Thursday morning PE. Friday morning PE. Play a game of football on Saturday and get Sunday off. <laughs> and get paid and get paid for it. It was fantastic. Um, that, that's the sort of life it's like. It's like been at school, really. Um and, and footballers are great. You know, there's they're all good lads. It's very rare you come across across one that's not, to be honest. And the the same with managers, they're they're they're, you know, they're all good apart from the odd one.
1: So, talking about managers, then because we spoke earlier, didn't we, when we were planning this? Um, you were talking to some friends. Do you want to take us through that little story that you told me about how many managers?
3: Well, yeah, we meet up, there's a few of us in Sheffield meet up. you know, maybe a Friday night, we'll go out for a drink just just to meet up and a couple of hours, that's all. And we were talking, I was out with Chris Turner and Terry Curran and a couple of other lads on for last Friday, Paul Bradshaw, who played for Sheffield Wednesday as well. And um, one of one of the questions was uh, from Nick Johnson. I don't know if you've ever come across Nick Johnson. He's a journalist um, at Chesterfield. And he said, how many managers that I worked with? So we started counting them. You know, and, and we keep digressing onto different stories because one manager might might evoke a story from somebody else. And I got to twenty football for nineteen years as a pro, and then been in football ever since. So I've seen a lot of managers. Uh, and so we got to twenty, and and Carlton Palmer was the the twenty. 20- um, so yeah, you do come across a lot of a lot of managers and uh, and players as well. Yeah,
1: good stuff, good stuff. Right, I, I'm scared that I'm scared that the line's gonna go. Are we so going to go. So we'll we'll cover. No, no, we we can hear you. We can hear you. Can you hear us?
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll we'll get through some of these questions uh, in, case in case the in case the the line goes again. So, uh, we've got a couple about um, about are players ever too strong and fast for their physicality? Have you ever come across that? Going back to the sports science element again, <laughs> the, the Greg Tanzi story.
3: Um, Yeah, I, I mean, it's a, it's a difficult question, really. It's a good question, but a difficult question. Um, a lot of players do I, I've watched them, these the sports scientists and, and the fitness coaches, and they do they do, do a lot of strength work now. And I found at Peterborough last year that the fitness coaches uh, everything was based around strength. And we we had a lot of hamstring injuries there. Bear in mind I wasn't a head physio there, I was just a system. We had a lot of hamstring, hamstring injuries and reoccurrences. Now, as a physio. You pride yourself on not getting re, you know, uh, recurrent injuries. Uh, you pride yourself on getting a player back and he stays back until he gets another injury or oh, a so not to break down with the same injury. Now they were getting lots of um, lots of injuries last season, hamstring injuries, one player in particular, and um, I was looking at we had a discussion and I, I'd noticed that. Everything was well. I can't, they couldn't understand why I got an injury because hamstring because it was strong. It was strength there. It's not all about strength. It's all about functional endurance, you know, as well. And, and a lot of their 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 exit rehab programs were just about strength with no no functional activities incorporated into that. So you've not got the endurance that you needed. Um, so. Uh, yeah, you could. In, in answer to the question, yes. If you do lots of strength work, you can be too strong.
1: I think we just caught the tail end of that, and then the line went again. So apologies. <laughs> uh, so we we can't hear you again. I think what we'll do is we'll we'll go with a, two more questions if we can get you back, and then we'll um, we'll we'll probably just wrap it up there. Um if you can try and get back to us, Roger. Um interesting though, and I did say to Roger before when we, when I was talking to him on a line that actually we were just a phone line, and we, I said to him we could probably do about three shows with Roger. Yeah. You know, because the, the, the amount that we, you know, the the amount of time that he's spent as a player, amount of time that he spent at county, and all the memories that he's got. And we did what we did what I dealt. It's a it's a pity about the line because we did what I delve into some of this stuff. Um it's a real shame that the line's not great. Um, so we'll try and let Roger go to a part of his house that he's getting signalling, because <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure he's got a one. Or, I'm sure he's got a Danny story he can tell us before before we go. Um, but yeah, we'll have to make do. So Rochdale last night, while Roger tries that. Um. Yeah. I, you didn't go. I went. I. I didn't. You watched it from Tanzania or something, did you? Oh no. You said. No. I. Know,
0: I well, yeah. I went. To, yeah. Because it's uh, not. Not that I'd ever ever advocate like using an illegal. I, no, no. Never. No. Never. I'd never advocate like using a VPN and paying for a stream because like, that'd just be an awful thing to do. But yes. Yeah, yeah, so what watched it on a completely kosher stream. Yeah. Again, we had this discussion last week about with the Corolla game how we weren't at our best. Uh, Dave Chelner, I noticed, didn't really mention that in his interview. He was, but it's just when you when you come up against teams that are fighting for their lives, it, it's it's not going to be as easy as you think. No. Looking at the table, that's why I'm so bad at football gambling. I think. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm bad at it as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Roger's back. He's back in the studio. I think he's gone out and come back in again. So let's try that again when I can see movement backstage. Um, yeah, it was, it, it, I thought, um, I thought we played all right. Should we try them again? See if that works. This has been the hello. Hey, Roger. Hello. You're back.
3: Hello. Can you hear me?
1: We can hear you. Yes. Can you hear us?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I can hear you. I could hear you all the time. Yeah. Can you hear me?
1: Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. You just went—you went a bit Dalek-y before, but you—you you seem to be okay now. So I think we haven't got much time before it probably goes again. Um, yeah. Fa- well, finally, what, what, what I'm, fa- I'm going
3: to fa- suggest is I'm, I am—I am quite happy to come over to Stockport one evening.
1: Okay, that would be good. Yeah, and you can come into yeah. my bar, and we'll—we can do it live or pre-recorded in the bar. Okay,
3: where—where where is it? Where
1: is it? Uh, Breadbury in Stockport.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, I know Breadbury. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that then if we could arrange that. That'd be better, really.
1: Yeah. Well, let's let's get that arranged. Um, before you go, okay. though, um, tell us, tell us one Danny Bagara story. Your favourite.
3: <laughs> oh, there's a couple. There's a couple. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Absolute. I love Danny, but you had to, you had to know how to handle him. Oh my god. Right, so I used to drive over a lot with Danny from Sheffield to Stockport, because Danny, I think everybody knew, no secret. Danny loved a drink, so it meant that if I drove over with him, he could get have a few drinks after training, and I would drive him back home. <laughs> so we're right there are loads of stories about Danny. Um, so we'd signed a player called uh, Murray. Not Glenn Murray. Sunday Murray, Murray, an American. Yeah? Yeah. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. I can't remember his first name, but I think it was Murray from America. So he goes he goes to me one day, Roger, we're signing this striker. He's an American international. I said, oh, wow. Is he good? He says, he's American international. And I said, (laughs) who's he play for? He said, he plays for America. I said, yeah, but who's he play for? (laughs) He says, are you not listening to me? He plays for America. I said, yeah, Gary Lineker plays for England, but he also plays for Tottenham. Who does he play for? He says, are you not listening to me? He plays for America. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. Okay. All oh, right, Got you, Danny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> and, you know, I just I just couldn't get it, that one, at all. And apparently, he was one of the worst strikers we'd had. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, and another yeah, story one, that was Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, there, there was another one we were driving over one day, and there was something on about space spacemen on the news. And I said, Oh, yeah, he said, I said, uh, you know how they train for uh weightlessness before they go into space. I said they go in an aeroplane and it, it's called what, what do they call it now? I can't I can't, I, I can't remember the name of it offhand, but they go in an aeroplane, I said. And they go to about 40,000 feet. Then they cut the engine. I said, and the plane stalls for about a, a minute. And then during that that fall from that, that height, everybody in the plane is weightless. He goes, don't be stupid. They have a tank. And they switch off the gravity. So they all float around. I said, I said what? So he thought they had a...
1: <laughs> oh we've Roger, you've gone again. You've gone again. We'll have to arra- what a time, though. I don't oh, want a yeah. great story to end on. Um oh, he's gone again. So right, so I think what we'll do is we'll arrange for Roger to come over to Stockport. Um either in here do a live show, either in the bar or we'll we'll get him down for a bit of a QA maybe somewhere and we'll arrange. we'll get that arranged. Um and pe- Patreon members can get priority to that. Um, yeah, sorry, Roger, if you can hear us, you, you've gone again. Um, so um, I think what we'll do is we'll call it a day there, uh, and I'll speak to you separately, Roger, to try and arrange something uh, for a show in um, in in Stockport. He's ringing me now. So do you wanna do you wanna just fill our it? Fr- <laughs> Close free, the show. Free Close free the show.
0: It again. I'll, yeah. I'll free it again. Oh, absolutely excellent. Oh, this is this. I oh. G- genuinely, I think I think we could honestly. I even if we had Roger on for the full hour tonight, that would have been nowhere near enough. So we will, but yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna push that towards being a live show. Um, and if you are subscribed to the as good a reason as any to subscribe to our Patreon because you'll get priority on the tickets for that we've we've got we've got venue lined up for live shows and stuff so it'll be good so sign up to the patreon give us just sign up for three pounds a month which we think is very it's the smallest amount we could possibly make it on there because we know times are shit and everything but hopefully times will be a little bit less shit when we've got roger wild on the go Right, that just about wraps it up for this evening. Don't forget, if you've been watching live on YouTube, please click the thumbs up button because there's more people watching than have given the the thumbs up. Uh, On to Barrow away Saturday and hopefully we'll be back, or we will be back next week, but hopefully we'll be discussing a sixth win in a row. For what it's worth, I think we will. I won't be, I certainly won't be Pitching five 0 for the score for Barrow on Saturday though after last night. Hello, mate. You all right? Hello.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I've just spoke to Roger. He is definitely up for doing a live show, which we'll arrange, and he's happy to do q and A Q&A with a live audience. There we go. So we'll arrange that. There you go. Happy days. Yeah, we'll arrange that. Good stuff. Hey, don't don't, be, don't That's mine. That's me. Good stuff. What are you saying it for? All
0: <laughs> so right. The mean, so just. It get your own
1: out. bloody, get your own bloody catchphrase.
0: <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, so thanks so much to Roger for that for, for coming. I know it's a bit of a nightmare with the technology, but yeah, we I think we got the gist of that, and definitely the Danny story at the end was an absolute belter. So um getting clipped up. Yeah, really good, really, really good. Um final thing then. Should we just really cap off with the Rochdale match? I think you were talking about that just now.
0: I wasn't actually. I was I was pushing the Patreon again because I'm a corporate whore.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. So yeah, the Rochdale match then very quickly from last night. um, I yeah, a few people have commented thought it was that that was that and Crawley was harder than the Stevenage match, and last night um, proved to be uh, thought Danny Lloyd had a good game for them. But yes.
0: Was gonna, that, was my, that was my big takeaway from their performance. I think considering the they hit the woodwork, it's a bit unfair to say they didn't threaten, but I don't think I don't think they did really. I did, at half time I wasn't thinking we were gonna lose. I was I was thinking, you know, maybe we might not find a breakthrough. But we we did we did very quickly. Yeah. It Transpired in the second half. Yeah, and I'd just finished celebrating the first one and bang, there goes another one.
1: Yeah. I think it, I just felt it was a matter of just a matter of time before we got mm. the breakthrough. They we had a couple of I think Crowsdale had one blocked pretty much on the line and we hit the post through camps. Um so I think it just felt like it was a matter of time mm. before we were going to get the breakthrough. Um so yeah, good result in the end. They got one back, put a bit, a bit disappointed with the defending, but five wins on, on the goal. spin.
0: On on goal, was it- wasn't it, as? Yeah, there's a fan cam from the Rochdale end. It's a Will Collar own goal, so another hat trick for Will Collar.
1: Oh
2: wow!
0: Yeah, it sort of came off his off his body, the way he was turned, and it sort of came off his body as opposed to it being their, their player's goal. Yeah, so we're just banging him in at both, and that, that's how good he. Is. You know, you know what Blackburn? He's he's scoring own goals. You you don't want to be you don't want to be signing a player with scoring own goals, do you, Blackburn? No,
1: no, he's rubbish. He's rubbish anyway. He's not even been not even been good. I did. You know as he, what? As, as soon as he started playing for us, went as soon as he signed and he did his first touch. I, I said, I said on this show, he's rubbish.
0: Yeah. Dinner, <laughs> yeah. dinner. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I, I've I've seen nothing but that on Facebook and Twitter for the last two weeks. Like, oh, we'll <laughs> I oh, rubbish. And know. I I was thinking I'm getting sick of this joke now. But it's I love the fact we've, we've pretty much finished the show. <laughs> well, it's <laughs>
1: It's the it's the Stuart Lee school of of comedy, isn't it? If you say it two, mm. three, four times, it's not funny. But by the eighth and ninth time, it's funny again.
0: Yeah. Well, we, we never got to that with the Ryan Rydell joke. We never. No. We never,
1: no. The copyright. You know, case. It had
0: legs that did, and it was ju- it was just about getting up on its knees and starting to crawl, and we didn't even it didn't even get chance to run. Such a shame. Unlike Ryan himself.
1: Yes. A very good runner.
0: Thoughts on Jack Stratton's cameo as well. He boiled some piss, didn't he?
1: Yeah, quite right as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, good, a good old good. Yeah, a bit of, Jim. Jim Bentley just would... And I mean, Jim Bentley sounds like the most non-league name for a manager ever. So it's a good job that that's where that's where they're off to, isn't it? Um, yeah, he just would not let that go at full time. I mean, it was Danny Lloyd that he was having a bit of a the bit of a tussle with, and Danny Lloyd didn't seem bothered.
1: No, because
0: it's just part it of the, it's just part, part of the yeah. game, isn't it? Part and part of the game. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Colm Davenport, nice little cameo. Looked very composed at a point where Rochdale were, were trying to push forward and got himself out a couple of tight spaces. He was always looking for the pass rather than just hoofing it upfield and waiting for him to come again. Yeah, But man, man, saying waiting for him to come again seems like they were just laying siege and they, they weren't really they were just lumping balls, trying to lump balls into the box, weren't they really?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, they were. They were, they were, it's very one dimensional, wasn't it? Um, I yes. thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Um, Jacob Davenport, can't wait to see more of him. Uh, somebody did comment before I saw it, but I didn't, I didn't, uh, put it up because we were on with Roger. Um, replacement for Ryan Crowsdale changed my mind. The uh, the listener, the watcher put, what do you think about that? I think,
0: I think comp- competition for Crowsdale, i i I don't know, but maybe eventually. I mean, once next season comes round again, we're going to be in that point of playing Saturday-Tuesday for a long time. So we need we need that rotation option for Crowsdale, which is something we've not really had this season. Obviously, Akil Wright came in as that, but he's, he's made right centre-back his own. want to be moving in from there. Yes, yeah, it's just nice to have. I think when the window shut, I think 99% of us were happy with the business that was done in January. Yeah. There was still still that niggling thing that oh maybe we could do with someone and then with then Crowsdale picking up the yellow last week as well, thinking, well, if he gets a red, that's a game ban who's who's slotting in there. But yeah. Yeah, isn't it nice to have that bit, that bit of of course and very very well announced by the club social media as well Liam mm. good work there do you reckon they had that photo of davenport station ready after they had to send like the work experience kid down to take a picture
1: i reckon i reckon they google it to be fair
0: yeah imagine they've gone to woodsmore instead <laughs> <laughs> he's,
1: he's come out, i've got the photo for you it's like no he's called davenport <laughs> it's the <take> <laughs> Reddish North. Why? Why have you gone to Reddish North?
3: Why? You, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> why would you even do Basically that? Manchester. <laughs> but he looked tidy, didn't he? And uh, a left footer. I know you. I know you like a left footer. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, which is weird because I'm. I'm not. I mean, I'm barely a right footer. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's nice to get yeah, that, that extra extra bit of balance. Yeah. And uh, Grace Grayson as well is a left footer. I believe, although we've not we've not seen him yet.
1: No, we haven't. And oh, we haven't seen Aaron Rowe either, have we? Um, no, he's
0: injured at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. On the
1: bench. yeah, so he was in the courtyard pre-match Stevenage, and he did say he's he's days he away from from being sort of ready to go, really. Um, so, so yes, another Sam...
0: option... You imagine rotation option for Noyle or substitute option for now? Because Noel is looking fantastic, looking... Certainly an upgrade on Southam Hales, I think, as
1: well. I know, and it's, it's... I, I I love Southam Hales, me, yeah. but he is, he's an upgrade, and I think Southam Hales might struggle to get back in. If Aaron... I know Aaron Rose alone, alone, isn't he? Um, we're not going
0: to just... see Southam Hales till next season anyway. No, and, now, and there's so, time so for that. At least we're covered yeah. there till the end of the season now.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Noyle, for me, has just been absolutely fantastic. Love yeah. it. Strong. Yeah. He's crossing. He's crossing. Brilliant. I'm surprised. It just surprises me why he's not League One. We know the way. Oh, the way. It, the
0: way will, it will be from August. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on that, do, do we think second is out of reach? I, I personally don't. I, 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 I think second is well up for grabs. I know Steven has got a couple of games in hand, but in the the form they're in at the moment.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's out of reach at all. I think that I think they've got a they've got a uh, a stumble in them. I think we would play Carlisle, uh, at actually Park early in the season. They looked average. Mm. I mean, that's you know we'll probably go to Carlisle and they'll spank us, you know, and the, the, that'll come back to haunt me. But over the season, I think they looked they didn't look anything that I you know I didn't I didn't watch them and go wow they're pretty good like I did with Swindon and, and Leighton Orient. Yeah that's the doing... way you
0: think that they're a cut above everyone else. Well yeah. with um Carlisle they on sat- Saturday are away at Crawley which I think is a real potential banana skin.
1: Yeah. Yeah absolutely because they've got a they 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 looked alright they've got the old Swindon manager that had them playing pretty well so
0: yeah. Yeah, I thought Crawley were all right against us last Tuesday as well. You know,
1: yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think if they carry uh, on that level of performance, they'll be. I mean, I, I, I think Crawley will be, will be all right. Myself, I think Rochdale, Rochdale are done for, and their fans seem to think the same as well. But Crawley yeah. have got four games in hand on Hartlepool directly above them. There's a bit of unrest at Hartlepool. Jeff Stelling, the uh, tastemaker himself, has come out very cryptically, wanting Curl to be sacked. Wow. Did you, did you see his tweet?
1: No, no.
0: It was a It was a very strange way of. of I mean, I, I like Jeff Stelling to be honest. Um So he, he tweeted last night. Feel bad, but Everton leads Southampton and QPR just changed because because their their club's the same size as Hartlepool. It's definitely yeah yeah a situation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but yes, is it? Is it too? I suppose it's not too late to change, but as long as the new manager is going to get the best out of what they've already got, because they can't go bringing in. And I think for, for the most part, the players available on free transfers that have been available when the window shut, because that's that's all you can sign. They've got to go on a free transfer when the window closed to be able to sign on the free now. Yeah, because Davenport's been training with us since then anyway. So I suppose that's why he can come straight into the squad last night rather than having to wait. And we brought him on. Yeah, but yeah. With yeah, Hartlepool, yeah. I've, I've, I think I think it'll be Hartlepool and Rochdale myself on, on coming from. I think I think Crawley have got enough about them now to. Yeah. Despite despite just letting their owners play football manager for the first six months of the season, I think I think they'll be
1: fine. Yeah, it is looking like Crawley and, and Rochdale, isn't it? But you, uh, sorry, um, Hartlepool and Rochdale. But you never know, do you? You never know. Let's not concern ourselves with the bottom.
0: <laughs> not a problem. Not our not our no, problem. Not our no, uh, problem. Do you think we'll be having a party in Castle Street on the May Bank holiday then? Well, uh, I I wasn't no. a, last time I was for weeks before I was told, Oh yeah, get down to Notion. Notion's gonna be the party place after after we win the league and all that. And then I was in Notion for about half five, just completely oblivious that there was a big party going on in Castle <laughs> Street. So I don't know where I'm gonna be this time, then it'll be Notion after. <laughs> yeah. And then no. all the people who told me to go to Notion were just arriving at Notion as I was falling out of the door.
1: I see what will happen is everyone will tell you it's at Notion. Uh, sorry, it's a, just be the other way around, just so you got to starting
0: the... to think it's a me problem. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, um, Okay, uh, I just wanted to finish on something in particular. I wanted to show this to Roger Wilde actually. Does it, this is just just for the people who are watching the, the YouTube because the people who are listening to the audio won't get this, but I just wanted to show you this picture of Roger Wilde from when he played for Sunderland. And I want, I want people to tell me, does it look like, um, because I thought when I looked at it, I thought, wow, does it look like Chris Sutton? Hi.
0: It does less it's less a... annoying than Chris Sutton.
1: Yeah, yeah. Roger's such a Roger's a much better person and pundit and things than Chris Sutton. But yeah, doesn't he look like Chris Sutton? Weird. Anyway, I thought I'd share that.
0: I, I learned more from Roger, despite the like internet issues included, than I've ever learned from Chris Sutton without any <laughs> issues. Yeah, so that's a lot more sense. He does, and, and oh, he's probably a better better guitarist as well.
1: I would say so. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And we didn't even talk about fracture and Tom Bennett or anything like that, did we?
0: Just, just before the end, I noticed he had his guitar in the background.
1: He did I was well. Like, I, I, I spoke to him. We'd spoke about the guitar. and He said he, if you know, if if he, if it was right, he'd do something for us. But oh. we will bring. He'll, uh, let's see if we'll bring it to the live gig that we're going to plan. And we're definitely going to yeah. plan that. Definitely going to plan that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll get my singing, my vocal warm up. Let's get Gary first down again. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell! Oh, here we go. Yeah. But to be fair, he's probably, he's probably still in the pubs of Stockport from last time somewhere. Probably, probably. <laughs> so just drag him out of whichever hole he's in.
1: They won't know each other, will they? There was no overlap with them too, was there? I don't think.
0: I don't think so. No, I, th- I think yeah. Roger left just before.
1: Yeah. Oh, Okay, should we think about wrapping it up? There's one bit of admin that I wanted to do. Um, there is a charity bike ride. I know that Andy Birch enough, Damon Carroll, and Simon Dawson are definitely doing it. There may be more than that. They're doing it from Hartlepool to Stockport County when we play our last game of the season. I think they're doing that's the day. I hope they know it's a 12 30 kickoff. Yeah. Are they going to be there? They know. That's, that's a point, big ride. Yeah. It's a big ride. Um, so yeah. That I'm sure you'll see the the details of that come out. We said we'd uh, we'd announce it, and we have done. Um And yeah, and do you know, I'm doing a big ride this see this this year as well in August. I
0: saw yes. that on Facebook. Yeah. Yes,
1: I am. I've got it's all planned. All the hotels. We're still
0: calling it a big ride because I'm not nearly mature enough to, <laughs> to handle that.
1: <laughs> Let's call it Lands End to John O'Groats. Then we'll give it its proper name.
0: Slightly better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, but, but that's all I'll mention of that because it's not for charity or anything, it's just a bucket listing. Um
0: you might you might miss uh Portsmouth away if in August.
1: Ooh, you see, well I've I've already committed to to, to the first two weeks of August and missing those games, whatever they may be, in whatever division they may be. So um
0: well, let's, let's hope it's just something shit like Fleetwood or something. Yeah. Fleet... Something play.
1: <laughs> yeah, Fleetwood, Morecambe. Yeah, um Proud, Appington. Great Cambridge, I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's happening. So yeah, um, thanks to everybody for listening. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Obviously, it's out of our control, but I think we did quite well. And Nick, you were superb in with the film. Thanks,
0: mate. I needed that boost. Yeah, if only I'd had that that sort of encouragement from Mrs. Capner in Year Seven Music. <laughs> Bit about that. I'm...
1: I heard you say that in the filler, and you said it at the start. So is that is that three jokes in one? Three, the same three jokes in no, one. No, I, 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 no. I mentioned
0: it in. I mentioned it in the intro as like a throwaway gag, but then I was really stalling for time. I was really stalling for something to talk about. So <laughs> I told the full story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. Right, so. but
1: should we wrap, should we wrap it up? It's getting late people have used a
0: new outro can't we you can use
1: the new outro. thank you to everybody for listening and watching and please do rate and review us and like and subscribe and share and all those things that the video that I that I created should tell you so I should probably <laughs> do that a little bit more um and we it will it turns um,
0: out I did play that as well I, apparently apparently I did play that well oh did you <laughs> Fair was enough. It, it. It, it was all just a i I just went into like a trance like state I think <laughs> hit all the buttons a big blur
1: right we will be back next week uh yeah enjoy Barrow Away those that are going and speak to you soon cheers thank you bye Bye.
0: Bye. this episode of the Scarf Begara War was written recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee the music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW Fan Club. Check out the links in the description or go to all The, W's,
2: the Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's
1: the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.